Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Ladies and gentlemen, the following podcast is Wrestling Death and is scheduled for one hour. Maybe more. It has no real-time limits making their way into your ears. First, from a place called Garniston. He is the Pyramid, Red Florence. It's going to be the funniest show ever because I'm all about the comedy and the money, money. baby. How much you gonna pay? And his partner, Fina Tapendo Stevenson. From Mexico City to Beef Community Centre, I've got stories that are going to blow your mind. <laughs> Hello and welcome to Wrestling Daft. I am eating an Easter egg. We're still working our way through the Easter eggs. John, how's your egg? He's munching an egg just now. Producer John's here. I've not got an egg. I've, I got a mini egg egg from the wife and I've not even started that yet. I did go through one of these like kind of one pound milky button ones, milky buttons. That was good. Grado, did you get any eggs? I get the fruit and nut one. Oh, has it got fruit and nut through it? Aye, which I, oh. I, 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 yeah. I, I, I'd prefer just to get that. I know, but I, no, I'd, I prefer. But they, 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 are, they, wee ones that you're talking about, John, the Milky Bar ones that are only like, what, a pound odds? Aye. They're my favourite. I can blast one of them like, like that. But I have honestly went through about 72 Easter eggs anyway since the start of the year. Eating the wings? Eating the wings one? No, what I did. I always buy them when I'm in the shop. See, when I'm getting messages, I've always got to buy an Easter egg. But I did that thing, thing where, like, a kid on that, you know, when I get to the town and all that, and I go, right, was I to get, I need to get the nephew that one, and he likes oh, that. Yeah, yeah. To, oh. make it, I, to make it, I okay. can't get sort of cover so because I'm affronted that I'm buying eggs. This right. is the same with me when I'm buying a cucumber. I'm always have to pretend it isn't going up my ass, and I go, <laughs> oh, I need this for a sandwich. Uh, a wee sandwich we do. <laughs> Right. <laughs> Do you know, like, I see all Easter eggs. I read this week, and I, you know, I ever say, oh, Easter egg chocolate is, is better than just like normal chocolate. As me. Do you know, it's, it's actually a fact. It's because it's the way it's the, the chocolate spun. Uh, and that makes it, like, obviously the way it's spun out, and it makes Easter egg chocolate better than, like, your normal standard dairy milk or whatever. Well, I like, I like to see, no, do you know what I love as a process when I eat an Easter egg? I like unwrapping it and just sniffing it. Going, mm. oh, and then I like to then I like to have some like role play with. It. I'll maybe take half an egg and like kid on a kid on a maybe in a hospital when I got can. Can what I mean? Hello, hello. Can I do all that kind of thing? Then I maybe <laughs> put one in my chest like I'm a hula hula girl, and then I like to you know put one to to, to my ear and stuff like that. And kid on, I've got a wee shelf in the shore. Guys, so, I'm going to change your life because let me tell you what I do with an Easter egg. I break it in half, right? So I've got my two halves. And I take one of their beautiful chocolatey hoffs, right? And I go into my fridge. And I've been doing this since I was a wee guy. And I go into my fridge and I pour ice-cold milk into the hoff of the egg that I've got, right? And I drink like a coconut shell, the ice-cold milk, out of the egg. And it just gives the milk just a slight tinge of chocolate. Doesn't it turn the chocolate or anything? It just gives it a wee... A wee essence of chocolate in it. And then when you go eat the egg after that, it's all went all kind of hard and crackly on the inside. It has a wee kind of milky film on it. It's delicious. You can't wait better than that. What? Eckies. <laughs> Easter Eckies. Did you get your Easter Eckies this year? Had <laughs> <laughs> a wee hoof. Right. <sighs> No, on acknowledge last week, me. Acknowledge me. Um, on last week's show, do you know there's a Prince song called Acknowledge Me? I'm surprised they've never used it on, uh, on WWE. There's a Prince song called Acknowledge Me. It's a good gym. Mm. On last week's show, Darren was listening to the podcast and Rab just said Freddie Mercury's been dead for about 20 years. And the risk of, at the risk of making his off-field old as fuck, he died 32 years ago. 
a year before Jade Cargill, Sasha Banks, and Saraya were born. Wow. Do you, remember, do you remember Freddie Mercury dying, Rob? Do you, I? No, I do. Do you? Do you I was, she, I was, she, I was, I was I only five. Been... So I, I didn't know. I was a bit like, you remember um, like Billy Gaddy never knew about 9 11 till like, I'm, that's the kind of scenario that I've got with Freddie Mercury. Did you remember it, John? Aye, because it was like, what was number one? He did it. He had a kind of posthumous number one as well. Those were the days of he was, he was dressed. He was dressed like Alberto Del Rio. And it was it was a it was quite long and dragged out when it joined because it was like oh I think Freddie Mercury's got AIDS and oh he's not looking well and all so it was a lot it was in the papers you couldn't miss Aye. it no miss it, poor guy. no that's not true what are you talking about it's not true that's not true what do you mean he announced he had AIDS and then he died the next day I know but in the papers for weeks before that Gredo oh sorry the reason why he announced he had AIDS was because. The papers were doing that. The papers weren't saying he had AIDS, but the papers were going, you know, Freddie Mercury looks, looks ill, Freddie Mercury looks like this. Oh, so, it was like, photo. so it was kind of like known, but they just didn't like uh, The rumour mill, the sorry, rumor I... mill was, you know what I mean? Um, and it was, you know, it was, a, it, was a, it was a bad time. It was a bad time. And the sad thing is, you know, if he'd fucking, look where we are now. Where, yeah, you know what I mean? It's like people are surviving it, and, you know, thank God. Thank God that's behind us. Uh, Mayor Wrestling Tunes and Fitball here. Dundee United have had previous, but Ian points out another theme get played at the weekend. I can't even hear that, can you? Now, you can't really hear that, right? But that was the cult of personality getting played at the Dundee United Hibs game at the weekend. Yeah, there's a bit of an issue with that, though, because cult of personality is a song. It's no, it's no like entrance music written for CM Punk. It's not like somebody playing the Undertaker's theme or like somebody playing the Ultimate Warriors theme. Cult of Personality was a big hit. And it's not as if, like, different if maybe Punk won the title. I mean, they might play it by the time. But here, see you sell it at Wembley. We're going to need to get wet. Uh, by the way, I've been thinking about more about this CEW stuff. I reckon they're going to sell a shitload of tickets, man. So they are. Uh, yeah. I reckon they are. But... It depends the price you point. Need... I think I think they'll put a decent price point for Aye, well, the rumour is fenty bar, isn't it? I'm yeah. guessing I'm guessing I'm gonna guess sixty K. Um, may less than sixty K. They're gonna surely they've agreed to get punk on it, huh? They've got to have, man. And I am anticipating to... watching CM Punk and watching Sting. I mean that's I'm gonna go and I'm gonna go and see that. I saw your man was um What's his name? Your dirt sheets boy. No Melzer. Melzer was talking about you know needing to get a, an English person in the main event and all that. No, nah. uh, we don't care. We don't, don't care. They really don't. I tell you what, but the match that you want to see as Punk versus the Box with, with him with the Box and Omega or Ken. I'm a, get I'm get a, a dog in it as well. Get a dog in it as well. Like I came on the hell match. <laughs> <laughs> I was the, the quest to get booked on the show going, Grado. Oh, I'm not doing that. That's not what I give myself a night. I was going to put out quest. He's too cool to be. Right, well, do you want me to, on your behalf, I'll put out some of the clips that, from last week, like on no. socials and that. No, no, no I'll do that. Absolutely not. That's yeah. possibly the worst idea you've had in the last Brilliant. couple of weeks. Right, okay, I would do that. There's been a lot of them. There's been a lot of them. Um, that one. Really I appreciate the support, to... but I say. Uh... That one where he wanted to go and tan George Bowie's tires at three in the morning. That was a badging. Pulling <laughs> us up. When we'll go and tan his tires, not. It's like, just fucking ask him for a raise like any normal guy would do. Right. <laughs> so Michael has pointed us in the direction of mere AI-generated images. You're fucking... This is like an Here AI podcast now involving Hulk Hogan. So, so this is... This is Hulk Hogan opening a Rangers Supporters Club bar on Costa del Sol after his failed venture in rural Spain and Scooters playing the opening ceremony. I mean, these photos are... <laughs> But I love the fact, right? The sky the force. So you got Hogan in like a Union Jack, <laughs> a Union Jack. But then the the eyes completely not realised it's DJ Scooter, and they've then got Hogan sitting oh, on a scooter, right, scooter. <laughs> on a Union Jack scooter. It's fucking oh. brilliant. This is amazing shit. There's been a few of these, like of Hogan, like um, I don't know what the obsession with Hogan and Rangers <laughs> is. But <laughs> listen, listen. When are we going to see the first AI gimmick? I mean, a wrestler who uses AI all the time. Because the, you get a wrestler 
coming out and cutting a promo and going, I've got photos at Edge up the fucking, up the dancing way, the crankies. We wouldn't say that, obviously, right? And show pictures and it'd be like AI photos at Edge, like shagging the crankies and that. You know what I mean? <laughs> we are definitely getting sent these next week. And, and an AI, oh, definitely, and an AI uh, writing these promos for him and an AI coming up with his finishing move. No, no, you know what I mean? When are we going to see that gimmick? It's going to, it's going to happen, isn't it? He's, he's music written by AI, you know that. It's a good that, idea. That that somebody's got to do that. So what is it, Jimmy? So Edge up the dancing with the crankies. Edge up the dancing with the crankies, and then at an after party with the crankies, and things are getting a bit wild. Uh, Edge doing a line off of Jimmy Cranky's belly. <laughs> nah, no, it's got to be Afeen's belly. Why Afeen's belly? He's, he's got, he's, Jimmy's not got a dub. He's got a dub. I bet you did it off the woman's belly. You know Jimmy Cranky's a woman, didn't you? Aye, so he, so, so, J- Jimmy Cranky, right, so, Ian, <laughs> so, sorry, I've just, I've this just, is why, we've I, isolated I just, why I don't get asked by any radio stations to do a breakfast show, because this, this is, is where we are. So, Ian Cranky, do the line of a Jimmy Cranky for Edge looks on. Aye, Aye. And, and Jimmy's changed our tam- tampon. Hey, <laughs> listen, listen, AJ Styles hasn't been about for a while, has he? He could come oh. back as AI Styles. With that line there, you're, you're destined for breakfast radio. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> Here, just a wee, uh, wee callback to Grado last week saying there might be something in the pipeline about TNA. Two words for him. Date. Is that, is that true? Did you say, you didn't mention TNA, did you last this week? Was a, this is a, a couple of weeks. This, com- this comes from Jimbo. He has a bit of a pep talk for Gredo here because you were talking. Right, here we go. I'm going to do the pep talk. Take your misses in the wane. <laughs> in the wanes. The wanes, he means. And go for it, mate. You're still young. 34, for fuck's sake. Go for it, mate. I know you've got loads of friends and family here in the cracking career. But if this truly makes you happy, Gredo, go for it. As you and Rab both said, it's no called show friends, but show business. That's right. We, we de- made up we, that saying, didn't we? We definitely came up with that. Now, you owe it to yourself, he says. Your personality is bigger than just wrestling. Who knows what will happen over there? Land opportunity and all that pish. You're a big fish in a small pond over here, which isn't a bad thing, but I'd much prefer to be a small fish in a big pond over there. There's the opportunity to grow and for mere exposure. If that's what you want, if no, still got a good gig over there, you can still come back for a month stint at the pavilion every year. End of the day, apart from America being America, it's got a lot more going for it than here. You always pick <laughs> up a place. That's funny. I had the chance to move abroad years ago and patched it. <laughs> still not. regret it. You still have to do the podcast when you take that championship off Joe Hendry. Anyway, same as always. Love the show. Oh, that. Your zone and still as hilarious as Day Dot. Can't <laughs> without it, man. I love that. Peace. I love that. I love Jimbo. that. Cheers for that, Jimbo. Grado, what do you think? You moving to America? Oh, I, I'm getting the next. If you move to America, I'll move as well. America. I've uh, been talking about it a wee bit. I've been talking. I sometimes I float it with Jenna. Kind of go. You fancy in five years, like we'll just move to like LA or something. We'll just I just it's, it's quite difficult though, isn't it? I mean, I'd I'd, I'd love to go there. I mean, it's the amount of times when but Hans was always going on at me, going, "You need to, you just need to move here. You need to move here." And then uh, and then also I like always talking about the time I had that dinner with Bill Goldberg's agent. What's his name again? Bill Goldberg's he's, agent. Aye, he's he's everybody's agent. He's Angle's agent. He's JR's agent. What's his name? He's quite. Let me check. He's quite synonymous in the world of wrestling. He's like one of the only kind of you don't really hear it. He's Lesnar's agent. I know. I think. Um, what's his name? Oh, this is going to piss me off. But I went for a dinner with him when I was kind of making him laugh, and he was going, "You're the next James Corden. I'm telling you that you're the next James Corden." You're the next James Corden, I can tell you. I, 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 there's something, something about you. You're the next James Corden. I know it. I know it. Give you're me your email the, address. Not that. You're not the next James Corden because you're actually a nice guy, not a prick. You know. Well, do you know Whoa. what? I tell you what, John. Ah, I, I think it's not. I, I, I think the stick that he gets is a wee bit banging order, old James Corden. I've got to say. Hmm. What do you think, Rab? Um, you know, I've here's on the table here, man. Cards on the table with James Corden. I don't really have a strong opinion about him. 
You're just, uh, you're, you're not like, you're not like, we, we I thought he was very, very good. Some... There's a musical right. called Into the Woods, and I thought he was very, very good in it. Well, oh, yeah. Gavin and Space, Stacey was brilliant. Actually, Gavin and Spacey, let's see. I actually quite liked his, um, <laughs> thing we are not, would you call it? I liked his, um, his sketch show as well, which was probably about the same time as Bernison's first series, actually. I kind of paled in comparison. No, Bernison. To be honest. Um, he's, I like his wee, he's got a wee half incher. And I like that. A wee baldy. A wee baldy wee half incher. How do you know that? Just know, mate. I just know. Just this, is, this is a word on the street. Ah, this is a word on the street. A wee baldy half incher. Doesn't he shave it? He just, he's never, he never ever grew pubes. <laughs> he's never grew pubes. He's, he's, while he's got that same thing that the boy at the karate kid had, you know, the boy at the karate kid never couldn't grow a beard nor a. I've never seen um, Gary and Gary Cole are different strokes. Ralph Macho couldn't grow a beard. Aye, and Ralph and Aid, Gary Cole for different strokes as well. Are the same kind of thing <laughs> going on with him as James Corden's Wally. Um, <laughs> I tell you, you need to use some different strokes when you're getting James Corden. I think. <laughs> That's a video breakfast part right here, Ralph. <laughs> you can not say that in breakfast radio. No, you could say that. Could that. He's yeah. shouting all the top of me and all that, you know what I mean? <laughs> like, get Ace of Base on, all that. And if you want to get in touch with us about any of that, or just random wrestling related stuff, do you still play Ace of Base all the time? No, no, no. Oh, get us on Twitter. What is, the song? what is the song you play constantly now? Oh, Ed Sheeran all the time. Oh. Aye, so exactly, that's one of the reasons why you don't listen to Clyde. What? They play all the same stuff. We've got we've we've the no repeat 95 what day. We don't repeat a song between the hours of 9 and 5. Beat that. They're joking. Seriously. No. That's a very that's big, good. that's a big pull, mate. It's a big, big pull. That's good. You don't do not a song repeat a song. John, do you still do that thing where you play the same song like four times an hour? Uh-huh. Yes. Well, we play the same song probably every three hours, yeah. Or every two. That's torture, mate. You need to have a word with him about that. Who decides on that? Well, it's because people like because people only listen in theory to the radio. Is that Bowie? Is that because he can't remember oh, the song? No, like no, three hours, no. he's got a three-hour long memory. I, I would go into the theory, but I'd go. You know, I'm wet, be breaking kayfabe radio if I went into all the theory of it and all that. It's, it's because he can't be asked changing the CDs, mate, and going. He <sighs> <sighs> just he just, just, just sticks to the. Feet. Is it because Radio Clyde have only got like a now? That's what I call music. Fucking two thousand twenty-three. One 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 fucking CD set. Oh. That's what it is. That's With the occasional come out I'm out of my face and I'm enjoying just fine. Got a gun in my hand and I can see it. I sang that on the You'd be playing it. I bet you, you would be playing it right at the like the song would finish and it'd start right over again if you didn't have to rewind the tape. <laughs> And if you want to get in touch with us about any of that, or just random wrestling related stuff, <laughs> it's on Twitter at Wrestling Daft, on Insta at Wrestling Daft Podcast. Just Wrestling Daft on Facebook, your email is at wrestlingdaft at gmail.com. <laughs> right, now we uh, want to catch up on our buddies and putovers from WrestleMania, because we didn't get to it last time because we were talking about WrestleMania ourselves, but we want you to have your say. Um, Kev wanted to put over NXT Stand and Deliver. Great show. Yeah. Uh, my, you know, Isla, big big moment for Isla Dawn. Wants to put over the Bushwhackers. 30 years ago this month, my late mum surprised me with tickets to my first WWF event. Beautiful. The Bushwhackers fought the Beverly Brothers on the card, and they were amazing. Rest in peace, Butch. I'd like to hear about that. That, that, um, that, that card, huge. that show. I, I would like I, to hear about I that mean, as well. I I mean, Butch, like, I think they came to into WWE quite late on in their careers. I think it was in his 70s, Butch, obviously passed a couple of weeks ago, or last week. But I was, I didn't realise they were, before they came in WWE as the kind of, the sheep herders, they were like hardcore wrestlers. I they not... were like rough. Aye, um, you are the one like. Mm-hmm. Tell you some couple of good, good Tims, I know. <laughs> well, it's funny you say that because I was, I, I've, I've worked out at Bushwhacker Luke's gym. Have you? Aye. Well, when I say what worked out, <laughs> I went in for two minutes and, and sat in one of the fucking machines and started doing something and said, right, take a picture of me and, and tweeted, like, working out at Bushwhacker Luke's gym. Where, where is his gym? It's like where Hogan's Beach shop is. It's his, in his old shop. It's, like, practically next door. So I don't know what came first, the whole Hogan Beach shop or Bushwhacker Luke's gym, but... I was, that's when I was with, with Eugene, and he was like, I'm going to go and see Bushwhacker Luke. I was like, fuck, let's do it, man. Does Bush, does Bushwhacker, so Bushwhacker Luke could maybe roll up at Hogan's karaoke sometime? 
He probably does, huh? Does he know that? No. I don't know. Probably. Unless, unless and if he, has any, if he has any, please somebody out there do an AI image of Bushwhacker <laughs> Luke <laughs> and Grado. Bushwhacker Luke and Grado and Eugene at Hogan's karaoke night. Singing Total Eclipse of the Heart. Aye. Singing, um, singing Feels Athen, right? <laughs> please make right. that happen. Rob Housen. Wants to bury John Cena's bald spot. I don't mind it. Wants to put a Logan Paul splash onto the announce table. Chris, Chris wants to bury Shane's quad. I don't. That was and the worst spot in the whole fucking show. Gredo yeah, hated that spot, by the I way. I thought it was all right. Oh, what? man. How many put it on Instagram Live and all that, man? My my brother sent me that flex, sent me that and went, that's the fucking fakest thing I've ever saw in my puff. I was modified. <laughs> I just wanted to say, see all that social media and all that thing, mate. I was doing that gimmick fucking years ago at Kelvin Brawl, man. I was, a, right. I was the first guy to do that gimmick, by the way. It's ahead of the curve. Now I'm going to be AI Styles as well. Um, Rasslin' God wants to bury ads for every match. Adverts everywhere, loads of adverts. And wants to put our Viva La Raza with Snoop Dogg. Bearded Bruno wants to put our WrestleMania in tow. What a great show. And so glad that Roman beat Cody. Shut up, shut up, Bruno. Hey, by the way, I've had a couple of messages. For who? Shame I had a good one. He was going, I agree with you with the Roman Reigns thing. Because you were talking about how the story ended. You know, the story needs to have an ending and stuff like that. Aye. He says, tell that to fucking Ken Barlow. <laughs> and it's a good point, man. No, but this is this is this is this is garbage, though, because I Ken Barlow's still in the show, but Ken Barlow's had about a fucking thousand different storylines. Aye, and every time he gets fucked up, Deirdre Rashid went with a fucking Moroccan pilot who turned out not to be a pilot and stole our money. They put, they put the fucking they put the big belt on Ken Barlow that time. He he chinned fucking a Mike. Hey, Mike, what's his name? Mike Baldwin. Mike Baldwin. We're so old, didn't we? <laughs> Chris wants to put our Ray versus Dom at Mania. Vince healing it up big time with the new Tash and MJF singing on Dynamite. It was it was fucking amazing that wasn't it? MJF doing that. Have you seen it yet, Gredo? No, I won't. <sighs> you need to watch your wrestling, Gredo. I, I have good, mate. I tell you what, I watched Cody's promo again on Monday, and I'm like, ah, oh, he's peace. I, I mean, I, re- I mean, I can't, I just, I can't, people are wondering why they never get the belt. I mean, this is a geezer that comes out, he speaks, he's, he, first of all, he, he, his words are too fancy. He, 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 everything is, is, is well, well, I love him, right? I'm loving him, right? But this, see these promos, they fucking stick the damn or because half the folk listen to the show will not understand a modicum and all this, all these big words. And again, with a suit, with a suit. Now, if you're Cody Rhodes last week, right, on Raw, and you come out the night after WrestleMania, and you've you've been you've been screwed. Your music hits. You're storming down the ring with your tap off or your tracky bottoms on. Bring that cunt out now. I want to see this guy. <clears throat> no, coming out with a suit. Coming out with a suit and going, ha. Why you want to check him, man? Where's your man? No, you go. Get your ass out here right now. I've got my fist taped. And Roman, you can bring that fat wee bastard all you want. You can bring your cousins, your brother. You can bring them all. I'm ready. No stick on a fucking suit for Slater's come out. Huh? Why you talk about? Why you talk about? I mean, you've got a point. You've got a point. It would be good to see that and all that, right? But I don't think you... The guy you know has to do some serious shovel work. You're right, mate. And then I watched his... The guy's got to do some serious work. Hold on, rectify hold on. the booking mistake that the WWE oh, made. Fucking booking mistake, my pipe. Listen, he, he, he basically he came out again on Raw going, talking about how he was humiliated at WrestleMania. I was humiliated. No, you, no, listen, stop trying to... You only humiliated. You were screwed. You were screwed. I was humiliated. Oh, my, my family was there and all that. No, you were screwed at a wrestling match and you want to fight and you want to win the title. You're focusing on the you're focusing on though a load of technicalities that have popped up because of what's happened, because of the booking decisions that were made, because I I watched Raw, right? I watched Raw. And and there's fucking Sammy. That story 
isn't he developing? It's taking a step backwards. Sammy wants to have a chat with Jay again. We fucking saw that a month ago. No, he's like, I want to have a chat, a chat with Jay again, right? And then you've got you've got fucking big Sakoa who has been getting involved in everybody's business, and they can't pull the trigger yet, and anybody, um, anybody getting getting a go in at him. So everything's on a fucking holding pattern again. Fuck knows what Roman Reigns is doing. Nothing it looks like it looks like Roman Reigns is doing fucking nothing, right? And meanwhile. You've got to have Cody going like that. Um, right, well, before I deal with you, Roman, or deal with Sola Sokoa, who fucking screwed me, or any of the other Usos or Bloodline, I'm going to have to deal with Brock Lesnar now, and he's got to try and make that work, and he will work. He will make it work, because he's that good, Cody. But what should have been happening is fucking Cody Rhodes turning up on that show, on the Monday night, on the fucking Monday night Raw, with the belt, and then Brock Lesnar battling him, and then I'm going into his first fucking title defence against Brock Lesnar, while Roman Reigns and Jey Uso and all that could all develop the fucking bloodline story about what does Roman, what does a tribal chief day when everybody's let him down? That should have been the two stories. No, fucking Cody having to go, right, well, I'll leave you for a minute while I, while I, I dare this thing with Brock, and we're not really sure why he battled me, right? And meanwhile, Sami Zayn's fucking gone, right, I know we already beat the Usos and all that, right, but now I need to go and talk to Jey because uh, they, they fucking don't know what they're doing. It's the first time in the Bloodline story where you look at it and you go, what is actually happening now? What is actually happening? Can you tell me what's happening in the Bloodline story? I now? think you're a bit of a hypocrite. Oh, oh, really? Why? I think you're a bit of a hypocrite because you're sitting there going, I mean, what's meant to happen? What's meant to happen? I'm thinking for a head, just enjoy the show. Enjoy it. What's meant to happen next? What's meant to happen next? I didn't enjoy it. I didn't enjoy seeing Sami Zayn going, it made Sami Zayn look like a fucking idiot. We're talking about Sami Zayn. But this is the point, though. No. See, see if see if that storyline had made a turn or had a new kink in it at WrestleMania, we wouldn't have had to see Sami Zayn now going right. Even though I spoke, I spoke to Jay before, and then I trusted him, and then he battled me, and then the two years got together, and then we beat them at WrestleMania. I still want to have a wee chat uh, with Jay, the new and all that. It's like that is a sure sign that they're no sure where they're going with this story. That they're having to take a step back, or they're having to do a wee side swerve or something. You can feel. You can feel that it's no right, you know what I mean? No. The argument you can make for it is, you, know, you just want to keep the belt in Roman Reigns anyway, and that's fine. And I'm sure eventually they'll write their way out of it, but you can't fucking tell me that a bit of air hasn't come out of that Bloodline story, because it definitely has. I, I, the Bloodline story, I, I'm not as clued up with that, but I'm, what I'm saying is, people are still losing the plot of the Cody Rhodes thing. If, 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 he's, if, he, if he's that good, he'll be there next year, and he can win it then. He can go through Lesnar or whatever happens with Lesnar. There's a programme there that's not going to do him any harm at all. You book him against Lesnar after he's won the title. Who else, where does he go after that? There's loads of challengers. There's loads of challengers for a babyface. I would have happily seen him. He's still got unfinished business with Seth Rollins. I would happily see that. Hopefully Randy Orton's going to come Again? back at some point. Randy Orton, I but that doesn't mean to say. But when Randy Orton comes back, he doesn't need to have the title. I'm actually quite in, interested in that. That would be good. They were in legacy I mean, just, together, weren't they? Aye, but I, just, I mean, again, like you said, he can win it next year. I small agree to disagree, but, I mean, you don't need. In the meantime, you don't need. In, agree. The, in the meantime, the show's worse. The show is worse because now we're just like, come on, we've we've seen all this. You know what I mean? We've seen. John, that. where are you? Where are you? Well, oh, I would like to say we're going to take a visit to Fancy Booking Island on this week's episode. Rather than doing the list of wrestling daft, so hold your powder on it because we're going to fantasy book how Romans should uh, drop the title. Oh, what do you want to say? See when you're, writing a, see when you're writing a story or you're writing a script or something, right? The last thing I'm going to say about this is when you're writing a story or writing a script or something, or, or, and I remember Stephen King talking about this when you're writing a book, right? Sometimes you get to a point in your story where you kind of go like that, oh, it would be fucking brilliant if this character died in this scene, if this character died here. What a, what an impact that would have if this character died in this scene. No. The thing is, sometimes if your character dies in that scene, it puts you in a tricky situation because it wasn't what you planned to happen. It wasn't like you're going, well, it's going to make my work a bit harder after this character dies because I need to deal with all that kind of stuff and all that, right? So you have to make a decision. The idea for the big impact, for the big fucking moment, and then I worry about using my craft to write myself out of that situation. What WWE have done is the opposite of that. They've went, we could have made an amazing moment at WrestleMania. We're not going to do it. We're just going to stay in the water, keep paddling a wee bit and see what else, see what else comes up. The, I, I wanted just WrestleMania to have that big moment and then we get to see the new rivalries, the new responses, because I'm telling you, a smug 
tribal chief who can't be beat. I'm not sure if that character is as interesting as the smug tribal chief who thought he couldn't get beat, who has suddenly been let down by everybody and is fucking raging. You know what I mean? I just wish I'd seen that. It's not just about Cody Rhodes. I wish I'd seen a Roman Reigns on the warpath as well. You know what I mean? Well, there, there is time for that. Well, I might not be watching by then, Grado. I might be watching you and TNA. You I'm sure I mean? you... <laughs> <laughs> um, what was I going to say? One, I, I want to say one more thing as well. Uh, oh, fuck. About... Um, what was I going to say? I see you're embarrassing me now. I see you've embarrassed me. Sorry. Tommy wants to put your poor Miz having to put up with some amount of shite. He did he did do a WrestleMania, didn't he? He did have to put up a load of crap. Louise wants to put her WrestleMania night one and Drew versus Sheamus and Gunther. Uh, Paul wants to put her NXT and Mania, all of it. Get well, Shane O'Mac. See a bit of sympathy for Shane O'Mac earlier after Grado's brutal um reaction last week. Fucking me, man. Uh, Paul also can't wait for Jay Russo to be the one to dethrone Roman. We'll talk about that later. Beppe wants to bury Roman winning, winning utter shite. Oh, in, in what the... I was going to say, what I was going to say, sorry, sorry, that's just <laughs> what I was going to say. Neymar, Neymar, what you can argue, there is always a good point that this takeover played a big part on let's just stick with what we know in this guy because Roman Reigns, he's a movie star, he's fucking great looking, he's established, there's something mm-hmm. there. Let's just take more time before we, 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 we'll settle in, we'll get everything, tee everything up, and then we can pull the trigger on, on, on the, the, the Cody Road stuff. Let's just see how it goes. Because, as I say, you put the title on him at Mania, aye, it's a good moment, all the rest of it. But I'm telling you, the new suit wearing baby face that uses big words that most people don't, can, they can't relate to it, they can't relate to it, are going to start burning them. Rip the whole out of him being a babyface. A guy that's fucking had jeopardy, gets jeopardy every 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 single week, but he overcomes it. Because if he's walking about with a title, I can assure you that the same punters that wanted him to win would be the ones saying that they're fed up with Cody Rhodes. He's just in the door, he's had the title. But but, but Gredo, my whole argument for last week is that you don't have you don't have to you could have the best of both worlds. You could have had Cody Rhodes achieve his dream and win the title on that night and through some fucking shenanigans have it taken off him the rematch on Monday the next day if you wanted to do that. I'm just, only thing I'm arguing about is that finish at that WrestleMania match. That's mm. all I'm arguing about. You but, still could have went Raw the next night, Roman taking the fucking belt back off him. But there's not even a tinge I like, remember when we were all, remember, I remember funnily enough, Greg Kempo agreed with me when it happened, but when everybody was losing the plot or the Undertaker getting beat at Mania, half Lesnar, I saw that as a moment, a moment that was cool as fuck because nobody expected it, and it had it's got a similar vein to it, where you might not agree with it, you wanted the good guy to win, but it get taken away from you in such a fashion where you go, wow, that was actually quite enthralling because that isn't what I expected to happen. No, it's, but it's different though because when when Lesnar beat Undertaker on that night, ending the streak, you were seeing something that had never happened before. Whereas when Roman won that night, you were seeing something that had been happening every fucking pay-per-view oh, for about fucking three years. Very, very true. But, you know, I can count the... I can't... My callback isn't too good thinking about the amount of time where babyfaces never run out at Mania. So that in itself is a shock. I mean, it was a shock. I'm not going to argue that it wasn't a shock. I'm not saying it's it, to the extent that the Lesnar and Undertaker, but it was still a shock where you went, holy fuck, man, they, they done it. They done it. Right. That's quite mad. It so, was a shock and you were like, but if, but this is the thing. See everybody that was in the arena that night when, mm-hmm. when Undertaker, when that streak got lost, right? They might have been shocked, but they were going, they were leaving the building that night going, oh my God, I bought a ticket for the show mm-hmm. where the fucking Undertaker streak got broken. Nobody was leaving WrestleMania going, oh my God, I was in the room when Roman Reigns won again. All right. Know what I mean? Anyway, Scott wants to bury Vince. Go away, man. The company had its best year for a long time last year, and now he's back on Raw, doing fucking 50 rewrites even during the show. <clears throat> Let's not forget that the Bloodline storyline is, is Vince McMahon's storyline. Vince was there when it started. Vince was there when Sammy, Sammy Zayn joined the Bloodline. I'm right, innit? And, and mate, we, we're all sitting here going, oh, the, the story. Who, we don't know that Vince wasn't pulling the strings. For even the time where he was away. You and know, also, know. You know what else makes me fucking laugh? 
Vince McMahon knew Roman Reigns was the fucking man long before anybody. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. When everybody else was like, get rid of him. We don't want to see no, we don't want to see that. You know what I mean? He's a big punter for Drew, I know. <clears throat> uh, Notorious Bob wants to put our uh, Mania as it was class and let's bury Raw after Mania because it was pure utter shite. Thanks, Vince. And Calzo wants to bury Vince's eyebrows and put her Vince's moustache. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's time now for Fantasy Booking Island. There's something a wee bit different after last week's debate about Cody Rhodes not beating Roman at WrestleMania, and that has, again, been spilling over into the show this week. Let's take a trip. I've turned into fucking Bonnie Tyler here. Do you hear my voice? <laughs> I tell you, I never gonna start tonight. Total eclipse of my heart. Let's take a trip to Fantasy Booking Island, and between us, us three, let's work out how Roman <laughs> Christ should drop the title. Right, so how should he drop the title? Credo. No, you're, you're, you're the man that's happy he still has the title, so let, let's hear ideas from that. Cody next year at Mania. Just a one-on-one, or is it some kind of stipulation oh, like you need the line allowed at ringside? Or? And a key. Three-way with The Rock. Or The Rock involved, you took the words out of my mouth. Something to do with maybe The Rock. The Rock's mm. involved there as well. Uh, but then it's like, you know, there's that argument, you know, as a guy that's not going to be there, you need to get to the youth and stuff like that. But I genuinely would love to see The Rock versus Roman Reigns. Everybody would. Mm-hmm. Everybody would. Uh, and that's a WrestleMania match, right? Does it need to have the belt involved, though? Rock versus Roman Reigns. You know, you're right. It doesn't need the belt. But it, because it, because you know what? Do you know why it doesn't need the belt? Because even with the stuff with Punk, when he when he when he, he probably did, they probably didn't need. Uh, am I getting it right that he didn't? The titles weren't involved in the first Rock Cena match, but the second match was titles involved. Is that right? Like because when Rock and Cena, Aye, that's right. You didn't. Right. It didn't matter if you had the belt or no. Whether Rock and Cena didn't it? No. 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 So, do you know what? I probably think it does need the belt because because it's about being the tribal chief and it? it's, it's about being the man, yeah. right? I don't being... need the belt for that though, because that's I think that's the, the family thing, isn't it? I honestly don't think you need the belt for a Rock's Roman well, match. That sells so itself. All right. Would they have the call back to? Um, would they have the call back to, to the Rumble when The Rock came out to help uh, Reigns and he get booed at the building and I'm sure The Rock was pissed off at that, wasn't it? Wasn't he? Oh, aye, aye. Remember that? Mm-hmm. He got booed at the building and I think he was, there was... I don't know where they put the heat on... I don't think he would have put the heat on Reigns, but I think he put the heat on WWE for putting him in that position where he was where, 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 where he got booed. Aye, because he helped Roman, aye. I mean... Would it... <laughs> So how do you get? How do you? How do you keep the belt then on Roman for the next year up to the next Mania for Cody to take it off from Gregor? Keep him off as many programs. Keep him off the telly as much as possible. No, keep him off the telly, but don't overexpose the, the, the big fella because God knows he's been exposed enough, hasn't he? Um, I think. I think. <sighs> There's 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 stories there. I mean, I, I remember I'm not I'm kind of I come in and out of wrestling, but there's got to be an occasion when Randy Orton comes back for whatever where he where he has a go at Roman Reigns. Right, I can't I can't think of they've ever worked each other where he's 
the, the chat has that ever been done before? For the title? I'm not sure. I don't know, but I'm just... I would like to see Roman Reigns getting put in a year-long programme with Bray Wyatt. <laughs> you know what I mean? Ghosts and all that. Black goo <laughs> everywhere. No, I'm... It's hard to know. What have you been thinking, John? Right. I've got an idea, right? Here we oh, go. Oh, here we go. Hear me out. Hear me I'm out. listening. I'm just going for another paint, Johnny boy. Right. So you've got Backlash coming up, which is obviously mm -hmm. going to be the Brock like versus that. Cody payoff there, right? In the meantime, what I think should happen in the background, there's obviously this dissension going on with Jay and Sammy and all that. Maybe Jay fights Sammy at Backlash. Sammy goes over Jay again. Roman's not happy with um, Jay. Jay goes, right, listen, I'm going to prove it to you. What I'm, I'm going to prove this myself to you. I'm going to enter money in the bank and I'm going to win that briefcase. And you know what? I'm not going to use it for, to, for a world title shot or an intercontinental shot. I'm going to use it for a shot of the tag team titles because I think you can put the money in the bank guarantees you a title match, right? Yep, yep, yep. So... Jay goes on to win Money in the Bank. In the meanwhile, all this stuff is, is playing out in the background between Roman and The Rock, where The Rock's kind of come back and saying, you're, embar you know, you're embarrassing the family here. And it sets up a match between Rock and Roman at SummerSlam, right? Right. So in between that, you've got King of the Ring and Queen of the Ring in Saudi, but that's just a fucking glorified house show. Ring kicking. Who knows what happens. So then you come to SummerSlam, and then... You've got The Rock versus Roman, all right? And then you've got, like, there's a, let's just say there's a moment, there's a tag title between Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn and let's say the Street Profits or whatever, and there's a, there's a ref bump, and then the Usos run out with the money in the bank thing, and fucking Jimmy jumps into the ring ready, but then Jay kind of looks at the briefcase and thinks, fuck that, and walks back up the ramp, and Sami and Kevin retain. Then later on in the main event, Roman versus The Rock, fucking, you know, double count out of The Rock, fucking Rock Bottoms, Roman, or, and some sort of shenanigans happen. Jay runs out, fucking pins Roman, boom, one, two, three, put the title on Jay. Then Sammy can go and win the title from Jay, maybe, and then we can maybe a heel turn to Sammy, and then Cody can come and win it for Sammy. There you go. So your WrestleMania... Uh 2024 is Cody Rhodes versus Sami Zayn. No, because I don't know where I'm going for 24, but that's just how Roman would uh, lose the title. Right, that's okay. Up to SummerSlam, I'm just saying that's, he loses at SummerSlam to Jey Uso, uh, and Jey could, I mean, I don't think Jey'd have a long run with it, but I just think it puts a nice bow on that storyline, and it's just nice symmetry. You get, I just think that'd be a nice way to do it. I reckon a better way to do it. <clears throat> it's higher back Jeff Jarrett. <laughs> That's because I said ring kicking. Yes, ring kicking <laughs> is get uh, uh, what a fucking. What, I think Jeff Jarrett uh, will be coming for the the Wembley show. I would imagine. What a fucking show, man. Ro Roman Reigns versus Jeff Jarrett, just as a bit, just as they're about to go out. Vince Russo comes out, calls Roman Reigns a piece of shit. <laughs> Call him a politician. And Jeff Jarrett comes out to face Roman. Jeff Jarrett lies on his, on his back. <laughs> Roman puts his fit on Jarrett, pins him. Then later on that night, Jarrett wrestles Booker T for the real world title. And then that's how we get the belt off Roman. Beautiful. <laughs> that, by the way, if anyone hasn't heard the Bubble Love Sponged uh, Hulk Hogan thing, by that's unbelievable. How good is that, man? Did you listen to it, Rab? I did, I. Ah, <laughs> did you listen to it all? Turn Nick Hogan turning up at Raw with the belt the next again night. Hogan you... taking fucking razor blades down to fucking ringside. I mean, see that Bubble Love Sponge? He's such a detestable man. Horrible man. He's yeah. a horrible cunty guy. Horrible man. Know? I mean, I'm a big Howard Stern fan, and sometimes I listen to. He's just a fucking arsehole and he thinks he knows everything about the wrestling business. And uh, can I'm trying to use all the words and all that. Uh, right, here's my here's my bit, you want to hear my booking? Yes. Mm. Here it comes. The Rock versus Roman Reigns is happening. 
It gets built up all year. But it's not happening at WrestleMania like everybody thinks it's happening. It's happening at the Royal Rumble. Why is it happening at the Royal Rumble? Anybody tell me why it would be happening at the first pay-per-view of next year? Ah, oh, fuck MGF's out of contract. No. 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 Say that again, Brad. What's the question? Why is The Rock versus Roman Reigns happening at Royal Rumble next year? I'll tell you why. Because after the takeover, they're going to start charging for the pay-per-views, for the big ones. Royal Rumble, WrestleMania, oh. SummerSlam. So they're starting big. Royal Rumble, Roman Reigns versus The Rock and your Royal Rumble matches. It's fucking unmissable, right? Cody, Ray Cody Rhodes still hasn't had his shot at Roman. Still hasn't made it. He's been going through everybody. Lesnar, everybody. And he's like, I want my shot. I don't care who it is, whether it's Roman, whether it's The Rock. I want my shot. I've earned my shot. So he enters himself into the Royal Rumble. He says, I'm going to have to win it again. Right? Gets down to the last few in the Royal Rumble. The Rock and Roman Reigns are having their match. And I'll tell you what, Roman Reigns beats The Rock. Right? So Roman Reigns is still the champion. He's going to head on to WrestleMania. Cody Rhodes is in the ring in the Royal Rumble when the last fucking guy comes out. And who is it? MJF. Moxley. Ooh, aye, there you go. It's Moxley. That's the big moment. MJF, we love MJF. But to that WWE Universe audience, Moxley is the one with a big impact. A fellow, the old shield mate of Roman Reigns. An, an, an old AEW compadre of Cody Rhodes. Comes out, the two of them go together at it in the Royal Rumble, and Mox eliminates Cody Rhodes. Can you fucking believe it? Cody's not even getting his shot. WrestleMania next year, Roman Reigns versus Moxley. Moxley wins. Mm -hmm. Right, I've got one. That's a good one. So, you know how The Rock's daughter's in NXT, right? <laughs> so The Rock's... The Rock comes back... The Rock comes back, something happens. The daughter comes out, teams up with Roman Reigns. She's part of the bloodline. Right? Mm -hmm. She's just... There's a, there's a segment on Raw where, remember the old Stephanie McMahon? Had the sledgehammer. So the rock stars get the sledgehammer. She's creeping towards the rock who's in the corner. She's about to hit or die with a sledgehammer. Just at that, the rock's maw jumps over the barrier, right? Slides in the ring, tries to stop the Rock's daughter for hitting a sledgehammer, the lights go out, Undertaker pops up and says, hello, Granny. <laughs> Frick it. You've got to say that's how we get the belt, sir. Did I have you checked? Stone Cold versus Roman Reigns. But it's not happening at WrestleMania. It's happening it's happening at uh, I'm trying to think of the fucking <laughs> What's the fucking shitest one? Demos, ladders and chairs. <laughs> Jeff Hardy as Willow comes back and he goes up to Roman Reigns and Roman Reigns is like going to open your eyes so it fucking freaks me out the way you paint eyeballs on your <laughs> <laughs> and that's how you get the belts uh, Roman Reigns let's see what the partners are saying Marketor is saying the only way to drop the titles and look strong is a money in the bank cash in after a hell in a cell or a six man battle type idea I don't want that I want, I want the man to get put down Beat clean one, two, three, and and Roman will want that as well. I think Paul wants triple threat Euro Continental WrestleMania 2000 style, both belts on the line, either split them, having them retain one and no be pinned, or two new champs. I'd just get rid of the fucking two belt part. Go on, he just gives him one champion, man. Get rid of the two belts. See if it's a see if it's an undisputed. Just give, get the wing of the eagle back. David, if healed, Randy Orton. Oh, Ryan wants to if, if, if healed. If he old, I know. If Ryan right. wants to lay the belts in the middle of the ring because he's sick of carrying the company, so he just wants Roman Reigns to just kind of chuck it and walk away. But that would be a good, a good moment there. 
Michael suggests he attempts to do a run in to help a fellow bloodline member, slides into the ring, attempts to stand, <laughs> and tears both his quads. <laughs> I know this story has been told before, but this time you have the element of the only person beating the big dog was himself. Cody Rhodes, here's here's it is, here's here's my last one. Cody Rhodes wins Royal Rumble again next year. He's done it again, but this time he does it for number one all the way through. You know what I mean? And then he's he's right after the Royal Rumble match, right? Because Roman Reigns know at the Royal Rumble, it was a different main event, right? And right after it, he goes, I'm going to call Roman Reigns right. I'm going to message Roman Reigns right now and tell him that I'm I'm here and I've won the Royal Rumble. And it shows you Cody Rhodes' phone up on the screen, up on the big screen. And he Cody texts, Roman, I've just won the Rumble again. I'll see you at WrestleMania. Doodoon, he sends it. And you're waiting for a reply for Roman. And waiting, and waiting, and waiting. And then the text comes in, and it says... My physical <laughs> Right, let's fucking move on. The best, the best. So that's kind of that, that's kind of it for the show. Can you believe that? What have we got to watch this week, wrestling wise? What do we need to keep our eyes out for? Don't know what's going. I did. Hey, don't you have them? No, because hey, have you got any bookings coming up? Been on, how long have we been on for? I never. Holy fuck! Have you got I any bookings, Gredo? Any bookings? <laughs> right. If anybody wants to book Gredo <laughs> for wrestling, uh, do you do any public speaking? Just like turning up and like a post dinner after dinner thing. We should start doing that, Gredo. Me and you should start an after dinner speaking company. A we'll lot of money go, in that, guys. A lot of money in you that. Because you just go to corporate events, you have a fucking dinner, you have free dinner. Go to your corporate man. events and then store and just have a bit of banner. I know. I remember I was asked today, like, a corporate dinner event for, like, during lockdown for all these folks that were, they were offshore and they cancelled, like, the week before. I think they got Des Clark or something like that instead. <laughs> but the money in it was like, what? Oh, my God. Oh, I am. Yeah. Imagine, uh, that's a, imagine looking after dinner thing, but it's wrestling rather than Fitba. I get asked to do the Fitba ones all the time, and I always knock it back. I say, no, that's not for me, man. That's not. A wrestling one would be good. Maybe, we should, do that. Maybe we should start a wrestling daft after dinner corporate events. We steak pie, a raffle, I'll raffle half my leader. Ah, but no, we don't do any of that. We don't do any of that. Basically, it's just like if a company is having a dinner or something, we'll come and we'll... I'm trying to imagine some insurance company booking some guys to come and talk about the fucking wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> People going like, ah, who is? Who are they talking about? Who's King Aye. Kong Bundy? There's <laughs> <laughs> no, like, there's like fucking Frank McAvenny. It's like, <laughs> welcome Marvin to Andrews. the answer. That, so thanks for coming to the Anne Summers uh, anniversary dinner. <laughs> now we're going to go. Just get your put your panties down and your dildos down just now. We're going to hear a wee bit of talk from Grado and Rab and right. producer John, and they're going to be talking about Survivor Series '97. <laughs> We walk out with that. It's a deadly game, and what we're singing. These women are going. Who are these guys? Is that, is that the guy for two doors down? Oh, fucking torture, oh my god! But Anna and Summers fucking after dinner, we fucking paid them to go. Uh, we we paid them. Remember Pippides? Pippides. Pippides. <laughs> these not remember what Pippides said. A stroke. Pippities. What's Pippities? It was a Clays Perry. I've never had Eddie's more of a goal. Run your hussies, run like a can I am. Aye, it was like just. Tupperware, Ann Summers type. Aye, kind of like basically your mom would go, like you're staying at your aunties on Friday night, I'm going to a Pippity, a Clays Perry. And a woman would just turn up with a big sack of Clays, man, and all these birds would just try on the Clays and go, alright, I'll buy that, I'll buy this, I'll buy that. You don't get so much of that nowadays, don't you? You know, don't, like, man. Even, even, even the kids. Because I remember, like, when I was younger, and Summer's parties were a, were a hang, and Avon parties, and fucking, Aye. you know, all sorts. What kind of parties could we have? Was it a Tupperware party? See, going back to the Tupperware, was that actually just a party where people fucking sell Tupperware? By the way, do you know that... They're, I, going, out of business, they're, they're going out of business, is that right? I must I mean, did, that. You, did you see that? Did you not see that the day? I saw that the day. Aye, Tupperware going out of business. business. You're joking. I know. I would have thought businesses. I thought businesses like that would have a tight seal. <laughs> oh, mate! I did was doing this chat today. I said, "I tell you what, in the seventy years, they packed a lot in." <laughs> I think we could start a company where we did 
I want to tell you another one, but I can't contain myself. Oh, you can't contain yourself. Fuck's sake. He just sneaks them in. He sneaks them in in the weirdest way that you can't. It's not good. Right, let me tell you something, right? I'll tell you a business that we could do, right? Like an Ann Summers party, right? That that guys would come in their fucking droves, right? I'll tell you what it is. A wrestling figures party. Oh, oh man. Where we turn no. up, we turn up with a big fucking suitcase full of wrestling figures. And fucking anybody want them. Aye. M MD one Two hundred and fourteen um, tough, tough, uh, tough punchers, CM Punk. It's mint fresh in the seal not it. Did you say two hundred and fourteen? Did say twenty fourteen? I don't know what I said. <laughs> Hey, this is a big, he's a big daddy figure for 900 BC. <laughs> hey, you remember that guy who made the big daddy figures, isn't it? Who? Oh, I, I, I spoke to him on the show. Kyle uh, Customs. Ah, uh, he's good, man. Oh no, no, no yeah, yeah, that, Kyle Customs. It was other guy. It was other, other guy, guy who, yeah, was yeah. Who, who spoke to the families, not That's it? right. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I, so that was good, guys. Um, that's really the show. Uh, it's been an absolute pleasure. And so, you know, it's just going to get more exciting and more exciting as days go by. Sign up to the Patreon. Patreon. Sign up, sign up to our Patreon. Get on the Discord, and uh, we are pictures going to... of Hulk Hogan and uh, opening a Rangers bar in Spain this week. No, we want the jacket of the Jimmy Cranky. And... Get the AI style stuff happening. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> anything else he's wanting to promote, guys? He's maybe you should promote your breakfast shows now that Des Clark's coming. Mm. Oh yeah, You're right. Uh, this is go.co.uk. Register details now. We're giving away Stereo Funk tickets. The first festival of the summer, Shatler Road Country Park, April 29th. Feeling that if you want to nominate your workplace of the week to win workplace of the week with McGee's, we'll send the street team room where we tray McGee's donuts. Let us know. Gina McKee could be calling you back 4 p.m. this Friday. This is go.co.uk. Head to the win section. Register details. Or you just can... say Alexa, play Go Radio. Hey, hey, Grado, where's Shatler Is it Mohammed or some shit? Aye. You, you get you you getting loads of comps for that? I thought no, so how do you want? You want? I don't know, maybe. Don't know. The stereo funk, you know. You'd hate that, mate. You'd hate it's a dance festival. Mate, it's like fucking Cascada and Alice DJ and QFX and that. I'm fucking Cascada daft. Yeah, what's your favourite Cascada song? Fucking uh, uh, Destiny, uh, Destiny's arms and your arms, Destiny's. <laughs> John, wh what about you? What radio station do you watch? Uh, listen to Clyde One Bowie at breakfast. I'll be producing that. £5,000 to be won every day on the 5K minute. Uh, you can win big £5, cash. 5000 every day? Aye, you can, if you answer 10 questions correctly, I write the questions, so if you give me a bung, I'll give you the answers and get on, you know. Now, I'm only joking, I would never do that. Donuts. He's <laughs> <laughs> uh, donuts every day? Donuts every day? No, only a Friday. You really ain't the fucker up. <laughs> I fucking made the money, yeah. Fucking. What kind of questions do you ask in the quiz, John? Is it like, what's the name of the wee bird that cuts about with carrying cross? Would you like to, I tell you what, would you like to oh, ask? Let's do this, come on, geezer, geezer. Would you like to do the 5K, would you like to do tomorrow, like this, so we're recording this on a right. Wednesday. So would you like to do tomorrow's one? Right. So, so we'll do, uh, I'll, give you, I'll give you tomorrow's <laughs> question. Right. Let's right. do it, let's so do it. So hold on, right, so what we'll do is, so, uh, well, uh, somebody, switch, somebody goes first and somebody switch after, you know what I mean? Right. See who, get, he, aye, see aye, who aye, gets right? Right, so who's gone first? You go first, Grado. But you need to turn off. I, I don't trust you. What do I turn off? Well, you just take off your headphones and just... <laughs> well, just leave and come back in. Aye, do that. Right. I'll leave and come yeah, back in, right? That's fine, right. That's fine. Let me just get tomorrow's questions in, Gray, so you're ready for this. Right, here we go. There's some questions here. Right? I need to get a minute up, didn't you? I'll get, I'll have to get the minute I've not. I've not got the proper production for this, right? I'll warn you now, but... Have you got the iPhone? We'll, we'll, work, we'll work without it, all right? We'll work without it. Are you ready? Right, Grado. So what I'll do, I'll do all the spiel, okay? Um, it's your chance to win £5,000 on 5K Minute. Uh, today's contestant is uh, Graham Steveley from uh, Stevenson. Hi, Graham. Hello, Johnny boy. How you doing, mate? Good. Uh, welcome to the show. Um, I've got to run through the rules with you, Graham. In fact, before I run through the rules, what are you up to today, Graham? Oh, I'm just desperate for you to play bits and pieces. 
Oh, good. Glad, but that'll be on the way soon. Okay. And a, bat, and a battle with Scaparelli and a bit of Ed Sheeran. We'll have all that. Don't you worry about that. Have you got any donuts? No, you have to listen to radio for that. Right, but you can win £5,000 right now, and here are the rules, okay? 60 seconds on the clock. Um, answer as many questions as you can. You've got £5 for everyone you answer correctly. If you don't know the answer, you pass. If you've got time at the end, we'll come back to the questions you passed on. Um, however, I've got to accept your first answer, and if you do pass on a question, Graham, don't just blot out the answer. Wait for us to come back to the question, okay? So, so say that again. Right, you've taken... I don't get this one unless it's fucking... Crofty and Grado, I know exactly what the deal is. This is too many rules here, man. Right, shut up. Right, answer the questions correctly. Get all ten right, you won £5,000. Right, okay, right, right. right, if you don't answer pass, and I'll come back to it at the end if we've got time. All right. Let's do it. Right, okay. Are you ready? Let's do it. Your time starts now. Which Scottish town is Calvin Harris from? Dumfries. How many letter I's are there in the word Mississippi? Three. Which English Premier League football club uses the London Olympic Stadium? West Ham. Tom Felton plays which character in the Harry Potter films? Hagrid. Draco, um, uh, Tom Felton plays which character in the Harry Potter films? Oh, you've done that one. The M60 is a ring road around which UK city? Coventry. What is a fashion Arrigo. designer Arrigo. Dior's Arrigo. first name? Got to what is fashion designer Dior's first name? Christian. Which year did the Spice Girls have the first UK number one with Wannabe? 96. Who is the current president of France? Jacques Chirac. The Bada Bingo is a club in which iconic TV series? Sopranos. What is the first element on the periodic table? Oxygen dioxide. Your time is an overgrade. Oh, let's see how you did. Scottish town, Dumfries. It's four letters in Mississippi. West Ham you got, it's Draco Malfoy that Tom Felton plays, Manchester's the M60 that goes round, um, Fashion Desert you got that Christian, Spice Girls was 96, well done Grado, Emmanuel Macron is the current president of France, you didn't get the bad of Bingers and Sopranos did you? I did say Sopranos. Did Sopranos did and, right, so, and the first element in the period of the day was Hydrogen. Grado, you got five out of ten. That's all right, isn't it? Right, okay, well we bring in our other contestant yeah, Rab. Yeah, I'm going to Rab town because he's asked. Yeah. He got five, that's good. Uh, I've done pretty well. Yeah, okay, oh Rab, you're back, you're back in the pressure. Now, remember, I just want to say before this, he does fucking breakfast radio, so he's up to date with all the news and all the songs and all that, right? I think you'll do okay here, Rab. I think you'll okay. do okay. You'll beat, you beat me, you beat me. Right, the rules are, Rab, 10 questions, 60 seconds on the clock yet. Uh, £5 for every question you get, right? But if you get all 10, you'll win the £5,000. If you don't know the answer, pass. If I've got time at the end, I'll come back to the questions you passed okay. on. Got to accept your first answer. And if you do pass on a question and it comes to you, don't just spot out the answer. All right, it's more than you want, John. Just go. All right, okay. Your 60 seconds starts now. Which Scottish town is Calvin Harris from? Uh, Calvin Harris. Uh, um, oh, fuck me. I don't know. Uh, is it, no, I thought you said Aberdeen. Pass, right. How many later eyes are there in the word Mississippi? Which English Premier League football club uses the London Olympic Stadium? Fucking idea. Tom Felton plays which character in the Harry Potter films? Uh, he plays the fucking... Oh, fucking... I don't know nothing about Harry Potter. Fucking Draco. No. The M60 is a ring road around which UK city? What one? What is? The M60 is a ring road around which UK city? Manchester. What is fashion designer Dior's first name? Um, Christian Dior. Which year did the Spice Girls have their first UK number one with Wannabe? Oh, Jesus. Um, 1994. Who is the current president of France? Your time's Macron. up. Oh, yeah. Ma- I got Macron out, did I know? The oh, buzzer the had gone. Did he get it? The buzzer had gone just before you said Macron. Wait a minute, I said Macron, and then it went, time's the up. No, you wouldn't agree that you have to get the whole word out. I have to get, I uh, so oh, come on, I'm afraid the scores on the doors are Grado got five right. Mm-hmm. Rab, you didn't get through all the 10 questions, you only got eight of the questions, but you got half of them right. But you got a four, so Grado oh. has one, so that is 25 pounds. Thanks to wholesale demand, 25 quid. 
But what, what, what if he did get that? The fucking donuts thing? would be dearer than that. <laughs> anyway. If I'd go, if you'd gave me macro on it, it'd been five each. Been five each, aye. You done me out a fiver, basically. There. I yeah. fucking said Jack Chirac. <laughs> what was the ones I get rang? You go out there. You got West Ham. You got the Dumfries was Calvin Harris. Calvin Harris. I get them right. Um, you got the Manchester was M sixty three. Didn't get that. You got Christian uh, Dior. It was nineteen ninety six for the Spice Girls. Oh. What did you say for Spice Girls, Grado? I got that ninety six. I did you get that? Mm. Mm. I got right the Dumfries, Calvin Harris. I got right the um, West Ham one. I got Dior. Okay, I done pretty. I would never go to Dumfries one. Never yeah, ever. maybe we should do a wrestling version of this every week and get a punter on to do it. <laughs> By the way, that's a good idea, mate. Let's do it. Let's do it. Next week, okay, what right, we'll, I'll it. think of, we'll think of a Wait name. A minute, what's the prize? We'll get a wrestling daft t-shirt with the I've got a doll. I've got a doll. Right. Grado, you can get Grado merch in our wrestling daft t-shirt and you can win I've that. got an idea. I've got an idea. Right. right. If he's are up for it. Right. If he's are up for it. Right. If somebody gets O10 right, right. The rest are just for bragging rights, right? But if somebody gets O10 right, they get all your wages for that episode of the show. <laughs> Brilliant. Good right, right. joke. I like that. I'll give it. That sounds good. Otherwise, it's just we're keeping a high score and it's like see who the champion is. But if you get all 10 right, then you uh, win our wages. You win our wages. Don't, don't spend it on the man show. <laughs> <laughs> right, beautiful. Uh, up the road now. See ya. It's yourself. Woo!